Welcome to the 7 Days to Amazing podcast, where you learn how to make your life, business, and style even more amazing in the next week. Now your host, Sharon Haver of FocusOnStyle.com, helping you live the life that others only dream about so you can be the best at being you. Well, hello, Sheiksters. I am Sharon Haver, and you are truly about to be amazed. I have an absolutely inspirational guest on today's episode of Seven Days to Amazing. Tanya Lee is the founder of French Kiss Life, a destination for women who want to inject more elegance, style, and joie de vivre into their daily lives. As a certified master coach, internationally trained sommelier, and joie de vivre instigator for women of every age, Tanya has a simple mission, to inspire women to style their minds, bodies, and lives, and success from the inside out and the outside in. Tanya has worked with Oprah, and the IKEA Life Improvement Project has been featured in Forbes and spoken to global audiences about entrepreneurship, lifestyle, and other matters of the heart. Of course, the heart, because Tanya has a lot of passion in her teachings. She lives in the gorgeous mountains of Colorado with her teenage daughter and English Golden Winston. But you'll often find her sipping on fine wine or tea at a small cafe somewhere in the world. French Kissing Life. Through a vibrant online community of women, online programs, and immersive live experiences, Tanya infuses a French flair into her teachings to encourage women to slow down and cultivate well-lived lives, no matter where they live in the world. Tanya has a special, indescribable magic of making it all seem so effortlessly glorious. So much so that she's one of my guest experts in the Say She Crash Course. So welcome, Tanya Lee. I am delighted to have you here today. Wow. Thank you so much for having me, Sharon. You're one of my favorite people, so it's truly, truly an honor. Thank you. Well, well, thank you for being here. And you're one of my favorite people, too, because you have such I don't, you have such a poise about putting things in a way that seems so easy and effortless and glamorous and a deep breath of life that everybody, I think, wants to say. <laughs> but, you know, for those of you who aren't familiar with your manifesto and, and how French Kiss Life came to be and why it matters, can you tell the audience a little bit of, like, what really is French Kiss Life? What is it all about? Yeah, I would love to. So the story for me starts way back. I grew up in the Deep South in the Bible Belt. I grew up in a trailer in a very religious home. So I was probably like a lot of women listening to this, you know, as a as a little girl, you have dreams. And I always dreamed of wanting to travel. I remember seeing a picture of the Eiffel Tower and thinking one day I want to go. But life happens, and I ended up getting married at a very young age. I went to nursing school and worked as a critical care nurse for, gosh, 15 years. And I got to a point where I was just wondering, what happened to that little girl who had all those dreams? And by this time, I was overweight, I was overwhelmed, and I was overworked. And I finally got to go to Paris. And I'll never forget, like, the whole week, I was just taking it all in. And it was like the, 
prodigal, you know, the story of the prodigal son. It was Mm -hmm. like, I finally felt like I'd come home. And I just noticed the way people lived and moved throughout their days and what they gave attention to and what seemed important in their lives. And it was very different from the culture that we grow up in, which is, you know, about hustling and going harder and faster and stronger and crushing it and grinding it. It's a very masculine energy that we tend to to grow up in. And on my very last day, I was walking through the Luxembourg Gardens, and I just remember just taking it all in. And I saw old men playing bocce ball. They were very well-dressed, and I saw women just sitting by the fountain reading a book, and I saw mothers having a picnic with their kids and lovers kissing, and I said out loud, oh, my God, these people are French kissing life. (laughs) Now, granted, I had no idea that I would one day have a company called French Kiss Life, but what I did know in that moment is that I wanted to figure out how to infuse that essence into my own life. Now, again, I was extremely overweight, and my mind was so chaotic, and I remember just asking the question, how can I combine ambition with ease? Because I think we're we're ambitious women, right? I'm sure mm-hmm. any woman that's listening to this, because they're attracted to you, you know, you have dreams, you have desires, you have ambition, and yet so many people in the pursuit of those things really lose out on a large part of their life. Absolutely. They miss out time with their kids. They, Their health goes to hell. <laughs> it's just like all of these things, and you have to ask, like, what's it all really for? And so I don't claim to be an expert, right? Um, I've simply been a woman who's been living out these questions that I've been asking and getting pretty good results with it. And I love sharing what I've learned along my journey with, with others. That That's just fascinating. And it's true. It's like one, like, obviously my audience does have a, a bit of ambition because that, you know, like kind of attracts like. But what I've noticed is so many women who, you know, I don't want to say ambition in an aggressive kind of manly macho way. I mean, I'm not a girly girl. I'm not very, I'm not all like pink and glitters by nature, but I still have, you know, a feminine side or a human side. But as you said, like using the words like crushing, it drives me crazy. Like, I don't even know how to get that out of my mouth. Like you're crushing it. I think of somebody crushing like two beer cans on their head, you know, and it's just, it's like, whoa. (laughs) But I think what happens is, is that so many women, as they're trying to ascend in their career or stay relevant, what happens is that they lose touch with what makes them tick. So they lose touch with their appearance, how they feel, what they see, what inspires them. And they kind of become this very kind of grumpy machine of getting ahead and not realizing that especially today in today's visual, visual world, you can't overlook your image. You can't overlook how you project yourself because that's what people buy into. And it's not about getting dressed up all the time. It's just about finding a way to stay in tune with yourself and that will in tune make you feel more confident, make you feel more successful. And it somehow actually with the right tools and strategies make you more 
successful in your business. And that will be what feeds off your ambition, your ambition, because you then become a full best version of yourself. And, you know, one of the things I like to teach people is how you can be the best at being you. And that's something that is so often overlooked. And you've really, you know, you've cornered that with people at, at turning it around to be the best at being you and finding that moment. And I think it's really fascinating, too, that French Kiss Life just came to you out of the blue when you were watching something, because it's just, that's how the best ideas come to us. It's just if you let them happen and become inspired. It's so true. It's so true, and that's what I love to recommend to women, especially entrepreneurial women, um, because what we often do is we we sit at our desk <laughs> all day, and we're trying to force ideas, and then we get frustrated when they Absolutely. don't come to us. Mm-hmm. And my best advice is in those moments, go do something completely unrelated to your business whether it's taking your dog for a walk or meeting up with a friend or watching a movie or something. like, If it's feeling too tense and too much pressure and nothing is coming, your idea is waiting for you somewhere else. So get away from the office. Step away. The world will not fall apart (laughs) if you go and relax and do something that you enjoy. And oftentimes I just find that that's where our best ideas are waiting for us. Absolutely. I can't agree with you more. It's just, and I think that's what happens is people lose track of what inspires them. And I know, I mean, you know, when you're running an online business, sometimes there's days where you're like, and then when you get to that point and you have to do something creative and you want to do something different, you're like, oh my God, what is it? I don't know. And you can't pull it out of a hat. And it's like, I take Bo, Mr. Poodle, and we go on a walk or I walk to Soho and I window shop or I meet a friend or, you know, you do something different. Or even if you don't want to leave I know what works for me so much it's like where do you want to go on your next vacation or would you dream of go look at it online you know I keep thinking that some people instead of going somewhere if they just ran the video the live cam you know I have a place in Jackson Hole and they have this this town square live cam which became this YouTube sensation you know it's like watching paint dry but people love it and I don't know why and I actually found myself when I was not able to go to Jackson as much I like looked at the live cam from here or there and I'm like hmm this is a good idea you know it's like at least it takes you away from yourself if you can't go somewhere, but just get out of the house is the best thing or get out of the office, you know, and, and go. if you want to go to Italy, go to an Italian restaurant for dinner. If you want to go to France, have a croissant. Do something that at least takes you to something that inspires you. Absolutely. Yes. So you have such a, a wonderful and devoted and vibrant community of women who adore you and you adore them back. And it's just, it's such a pleasure to watch because there's such a, a, a love fest. And, you know, what is your secret sauce for bonding with your community? And, and for, I know if someone is a, a business person, like how do they get, how do they get, I don't want to say adoration, but it's, it's true in your case, but how do you really get women who, the right word who just adore you so much and who really want to bond I mean is it something that comes organically is it just because you're irresistible which you are you know like what's the secret sauce and magic for other people out there who are just trying to build that kind of following yeah well thank you for that and I think it's important to point out that 
this has not been an overnight success. Right? <laughs> you know, I'm going on almost 10 years of just being persistent and providing value. But I have seen, especially over the last two years, it's just taken off. And I'll be really honest, the reason I think that that has happened is that I've been more willing to share and be vulnerable. <laughs> you know, I went through a divorce four years ago, and just being able to share with women of, you know, yeah, it's scary. Um, and I worried. And, you know, I'm not perfect. I fell every day at something. And I'm afraid sometimes just like you. And just being willing to be real and at the same time not dumping on your community. Because I have seen some people do that. I have Like too. they try to openly process what they're going through in live time. I am a big believer in you get through it and then share everything that you've learned in that process in order to serve others. So I think that's one thing. And then, you know, my whole community is built on celebration. And often in the personal development world, which is what I'm in, it's, it's framed as you're broken and you need to fix yourself and I'm going to show you how to do it. And my message is very different. It is you're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. You need to really start enjoying your life more and celebrating you more. Mm -hmm. And to have a safe space of other women in which you can do that, I think is it's rare. I don't think you see that a lot. And then the other thing I'll say, well, a couple of things. I think in business, if you're not mindful, you can really get into the mindset of what can I get, get, get. I need to sell, sell, sell. And I have the opposite mindset of I'm a big believer in that if you love and you serve, then the rewards will come from that. You're not have to obsess about it. And so I give away ton of free content. I am very involved with my community. And I get emails all the time from women who haven't paid for one of my programs. And they say, you know, just working or reading your blog or listening to your podcast, it's changed my life. And I'm so thrilled with that. Yeah, me too. I, I get the same thing. There's a certain amount of goodwill. And, you know, yeah. I think you could never give someone too much free, good stuff and be there for them. You know, at yeah. a certain point, to take it to the next level, they have to come to a conclusion of they want to stop piecing it together and work in a way that's more specific. But maybe not. Maybe they're okay with just that stuff. And I think so many people really teach that, no, you you, you have to, you know, give me the check now or go out. I, I just don't think that's I don't think that's very nice. You know, yeah. I think you're there. And, and you know, I come from like a, a journalism background and from my newspaper column. So I'm so used to giving things to people. I'm so used to being a columnist. I'm so used to giving out advice on the site or doing something. So I, I think there's nothing wrong with that. You know, and it's like, you, you know, I know for me at a certain point, you get more when you work with people at a higher level. And when you invest in yourself, you get more in your, especially in business advice, you get more stuff. But I think there's also ways of just being a voyeur in a sense and, and not paying for something and still helping people. And that's okay on both ends. Yeah, no, absolutely. In fact, I was thinking there's this one gal who I absolutely love what she, what she sells. Like she has great programs. The one thing that really bothers me though is that she goes dark 
like for parts oh. of the year. And, oh, I, oh, I know, I know. And I, I'm maybe and the, thinking about the same person, I know. <laughs> and the only time she comes out is to sell. And I think to myself, like, she's brilliant, she's smart. And if she could just, you know, be more consistent throughout the year, I can't help but wonder, like, would her results be more? I mean, it's none of my business. I still celebrate her. But I just want to... I just want to give and love and serve, and I really want my life to be an example of what's possible because I'm completely a different woman. Everything from the way I talk to how I look to my lifestyle than I was even a decade ago. And so I just, I'm here to inspire. I really feel like that's my calling and to help others figure out how to create a life that they love. And so if I'm doing that every day, everything else is crazy. It just takes care of itself. And then I did want to say one other thing about community because we live in an online world. <laughs> and I, just, two years ago, I got this just deep, deep, longing to connect with women in person. And so I did a tour. I went to many cities across the states and it didn't charge. Like women could just come and we'd all have cocktails together. And I got to meet these women face to face. And then I did host a dinner so women could upgrade and go to dinner, which is it's a fabulous affair, I have to say. And I'm doing it again this year. And so I think when, for me and my community, getting away from our computers and actually connecting face-to-face has just built this camaraderie and this connection that I don't know could be built virtually alone. No, I agree with you. I'm actually planning and we're just sort of figuring out some also very small events, probably in New York as well, of just helping people connect. And I agree. There's something to be said about getting outside and talking to people and knowing so that when you, you know, when you see them going through your thread and it's like, oh, hi, Denise, I know who you are. Hi, yeah. hi this one and hi, that one. But the other thing I want to touch on um, about the Internet, and, and that is, because if people aren't familiar with Tanya and you're just you're listening to us on iTunes right now, then you should also hop over to Focus on Style where there will be some resources and you'll get to see what Tanya looks like and we'll give you ways of connecting with Tanya directly later. But she's gorgeous, people. I mean, she's go- no, she's you're gorgeous and she has this beautiful bikini body and she's beautiful. And that wasn't something that came overnight. But two of the things I want to touch on is one is back what you said earlier about you've been doing this for ten years and. Everyone seems to think that someone is an overnight success, but I know there's a famous quote, which I can't remember now, but basically it's an overnight success 10 years in the making, or it's an overnight success 20 years in the making, or whatever it is in the making. Nothing, there are very few people who win Powerball, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like their life doesn't change that way. Everything you do builds upon what you did yesterday. It affects how you well, you know, how, what you do tomorrow, what you are today. You can only focus on today, but it still just builds and builds, and that's what yields so much more in, in the end. And the other thing is, in this Internet world that we live in, and, you know, there are a lot of people who give 
TMI on the, to the communities or just people in their posts. Like, I, I don't want to know about that horrible fight you had with your husband last night and how he cheated on you and what you found. And like, it's too much information. And then the same thing is if you are coming out online to talk to people, to do a little webcam, to do a little live, to put up a video, to do your headshot, I think not, you know, from a personal standpoint, point of being a little old-fashioned it's kind of respect for the person on the other side that if you go into a meeting you you know you look like you it's respect to the person you're talking to you don't look like a schlump who was just cleaning your carburetor you actually bathed and dressed yourself that day and then if you're out there as a business person representing your brand that you look on brand no one says you have to be all zhuzhed up every day but that you know how to hold yourself on camera you know how to hold your yourself on video you know how to create a visual message that when someone's going down the Facebook feed and they see the celebrities they're following and they see the thought leaders they're following and the people they love and then all of a sudden your little video or photo or something comes down Facebook and they're like (gasps) (laughs) startling next to everything else so I think we live in such a visual world that it's important to take the time to invest in ourselves and how we represent ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. you know, it's just, I, it's baffling to me. And, and going back to these entrepreneurs, I just see so many people who, they forgot about that. Hey, excuse me, let me jump in for a second. We're sharing a lot of amazing things today, but you know, there's more. If you have a friend that you think will also enjoy this episode, don't forget to share it now. Do you like to listen on the go? Simply download this episode in iTunes. While you're there, subscribe and write a review so we can continue to bring you the most amazing content possible to help you be the best at being you in your life, business, and style. For more amazing episodes, go to our podcast library at www.7daystoamazing.com where you will find episode transcripts and additional resources. Thanks for letting me jump in. Back to the episode. Well, we were talking about this before, so everyone listening, Sharon and I were catching up before, and I was just sharing with her that I'm going through a rebrand. I've had the same website for years, right? And I finally got to a point last year, I'm like, okay, it's time. (laughs) It's time to upgrade this, like, circa 1999 website. And it has served me up until this point. Um, And so I do think it's important to do your best and to realize that as you evolve, as you grow, it's just going to get better. And Mm -hmm. so start where you are and do your best wherever you are. It's just like me. I've been talking about doing video, and I do a lot of, like, Facebook Lives and things, but I want to contribute more to my YouTube channel. And I had all of these reasons why I couldn't. You know, we have the amazing Marie Forleo's of the world and all of these, you know, fashion YouTubers who have a film crew now, and they produce these really amazing videos. Well, where I am right now, I I say I couldn't. I probably could pull off a video crew, but it's just not practical. So I realized the other day, I'm like, you know what, Tanya, you have an iPhone. And iPhones actually have very good video capability. You have a decent office, right? You, You have a message. Stop waiting. And so I wholeheartedly agree, like show up and and represent your brand and don't let trying to get it perfect 
stop you from taking action because even if you go back and I'm sure everyone listening knows Marie Forleo, but if you go back and look at her at the very beginning, like her videos were pretty simple, right? She was in her kitchen with a blender behind her. Yes, <laughs> but she did it, and look at where she is now. I think it's important to just start with what you have in this moment and you know, build up the courage to put yourself out there, whether it's through writing or video or podcast, whatever medium is calling you, and know that as you do it, you're just going to get better. Like, I look at some of my old videos, and I cringe. I'm like, why would anybody want to be my friend after seeing that? (laughs) Well, I'll tell you something interesting, because, you know, I started the quick tip videos a few months ago with my iPhone, Mm -hmm. and part of it is, and that's why I have a program I'm going to be releasing soon called Simply Amazing Headshots, is that I, you know, I come from that background. So I was a stylist on major photo shoots. I was working on everybody else's brand. I could see things all over the place. My life has been behind the scenes. And I'm like, well, I can't do a video because then i got to do yes. And I'm like, it actually impeded my success. <laughs> because what happened was is that I couldn't do it the way I would do it if somebody paid me to be on their their huge team for myself. So I wasn't doing it until I realized, heck, I got a phone. I I could I could do things in one minute and one take. You know, I don't need to have a video crew following following me around. I don't need to have like quick fast edits and stuff and write a, a storyboard for everything I do. You know, I got a life. I could say it in one take. And that's what I did with these quick tip videos. And it was one of the most freeing things I ever did because obviously, you know, I have the professional background, so I know how to make them look a little bit better on one take, and that's what I teach other people. But once you know how, it's easy and it's very liberating. But the same token, you can't be the person with the videos where the only thing you see is, you know, your neck and it's like not the composition is all off and the branding is all off. But we all have a way of getting our message out there, and we shouldn't be the one who's, you know, thinks they need this crazy crew following them around. That's just like absurd. And I don't know about you, but I don't ever want to have that crew following me around. Maybe one day I wouldn't mind just because Um, I don't want to have to think about it that much. But right now. (laughs) But once you know how to do it, you don't have to think about it. You know, it's, you know, once you understand lighting, it's, and it's, if if you, if you get everything is great 80% of the time, the 20% of the time you decided to pick up your phone and you're on the beach and you don't have any makeup on, no one cares, you know, because it's like you're real. But I know there's a video, I think it's, um, Michael, text me. Michael B., if you're here, text me if, if, if it's right. But I think it's called Instagram Husbands. It's hysterical. Or Instagram oh, Boyfriends. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. I have seen oh. that. It's hilarious. I think if you just go on YouTube, anyone listening, and I think it is Boyfriends of Instagram or something like that. Something like that. It's, it's so hilarious. Funny. I know. And, you know, it's a great point because I know – when you're first starting out in business, or even if you've been in business for a while, it's so easy to look around at what everyone is posting and to create this story of, oh, their life is just so perfect, right? The the fact of the matter is, I don't care who you are. I don't care how much money you make or how, quote, unquote, successful you are. Every human being has their own challenges and their struggles. And 
a lot of people aren't comfortable sharing them. And so for me, I just don't look anymore. I just, if I do look, I like celebrate. But I realize the the reality of life is that everybody, they may not share it, but they're having challenges and struggles just like all of us. (laughs) We're all human beings just trying to do the best we can. So, you know, for anyone listening, it's like just be really, you know, cognizant of that when you're seeing what's going on in the in the internet world. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think it's the whole point of reality, what we said before about, you know, there's a fine line. And I love that you said you don't really, you're, you know, you're getting frank and sharing your vulnerability, but not until a lesson is learned afterwards. And I think so many people just like they dribble their daily problems and, you know, some people really get sucked into it and love it. But I don't know if those are the people I would want in my life. <laughs> I think there's a way of like that fine line of being, being, real but not being dirty nitty gritty of everything that's going on you know like when you're doing your renovation I want to see the before and the after maybe a few steps of the in-between but I don't want to see what the day your toilet exploded you know (laughs) (laughs) well I think it really depends on your brand too for some people they've you know, mindfully built a brand on just giving the behind the scenes of all of their life and So that's your brand. It's just not mine, and I, it sounds like that's not yours either. Not mine. Um, you know, I just think whatever you do, be very deliberate about it and be very intentional. Like, why are you doing this? Absolutely, it, it, and I, I think if you share too much, it can become very uncomfortable for the audience. They don't know what they don't know how to react to it or how to take it. So mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I think it's some people really just follow along because. It's that voyeur thing, and other times, I think uh, it might just turn people off. You know, yeah. it's like I don't want to know you wearing panties that are ripped today. Thank you very much. Well, too, I think if you just put your message out there, whatever it is, it's going to turn some people off, and then it, some people are going to love it. Some people love seeing all of that. Yeah, and but, I'm just a big believer in being true to you. And when you are, chances are everybody's not going to like it. You're not going to be everybody's glass of champagne, and that's okay, right? Just knowing that you will attract those people that are meant to hear your message and really love what you do. Absolutely. You you tend to repel the wrong people and attract the right people when you're real. (laughs) So I think that's just put the line in the sand of just being what's true to you. Yeah. So what I like to ask everyone is, If you could tell the audience and share a few tips on what would make their life more amazing this week, what, you know, taking it from, we all are amazing, but what can we do? What are some Tanya Lee-isms to have a more amazing life? Hmm. Oh my goodness. This is a great question. I have a long list. I'm sure. (laughs) Because I didn't prep for this question. Um, A big part of my message is all about tending to the details of our lives because we can get so caught up in the big picture, right? Getting mm-hmm. to that goal out there that we neglect what really I think makes life worth living, right? It's the, you know, having a candle burning or having background music or, you know, taking 10, 15 minutes to do something that really like, inspires you or fills you with some kind of nourishment, whether that's reading a book, going for a walk. So, and it can also be style, 
right? The detail mm-hmm. of really caring about how you're showing up for yourself. And I just find that when we work from home, that can be one of the first things that goes. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> In fact, I'm about to, to record a podcast about this, this very thing and, you know, coaching a woman like many years ago, and she was talking about how she wanted to show up better, and she was feeling very frumpy, and I was trying to coach her through it, and I looked down, and I've got like on old, tattered flannel pajamas. I looked like I had the flu because <laughs> I brushed my hair, and and it was a wake-up call for me because even if we're just with ourselves, everything is energy, and I know that when I take the time to look my best, I'm not talking about like wearing haute couture dresses, you know, every day, but really just putting effort into that, it impacts how you show up, even if it's on a phone call, you know, you know, it impacts your energy, which then impacts whatever you're putting your energy into. And so what are some of the details of your daily life that really wants your attention? You know, maybe it's fresh flowers, a candle, dressing up. Maybe it's taking the time to make up your bed every morning. But those little things that we often put on the back burner get neglected, and yet they really matter, especially for women. We love beautiful spaces. So I would definitely suggest that. Um, Let's see. What are two other things I could share that would impact your life? I would like to suggest um, making time to connect with community. Mm-hmm. And that could be your husband, that could be your children, it could be friends. But I just find that in the entrepreneurial world especially, we can become very alienated. And Absolutely. if we're not mindful and we don't, and we don't make it a priority, we can wake up after a month and realize, I haven't talked to a friend in forever. (laughs) And so for me, that's just something that's a priority in my life, and I make time for it. And nothing falls apart. If anything, it just makes me better when I come back to my work. And then the other thing I'm going to suggest is, oh, gosh, now I'm getting all these ideas. I have set work hours, and this changed everything for me because I was letting my work bleed into my personal life, everything. And so I established set work days and work hours, and I show up to it as if I were showing up and I had a boss, right? And I know what needs to be accomplished during that time to, to be a success for the day. And when my day is done, my set work hours, I shut everything off, and now it's time for me to be in my personal life. And that's just really helped me really care for both of those areas of my life because I'm the kind of person, if I don't shut it off, I'll be up working until midnight because I love it so much. But in the meantime, you know, I have a dog that wants to be walked and my daughter that wants to talk with me and friends that I want to see. And so I think having set work hours can be super powerful because it forces you to be more productive. If you know at 6 o'clock I'm turning it off, I'm going to have to really focus and get things done, you actually end up getting more done than if you just let it bleed into all parts of your life. Oh, totally. And, you know, I founded Focus on Style when 
Brian, my son, was a baby, was an infant. What it, I was supposed to have a maternity leave. I was changing from a newswire to a syndicated column. And the syndicator, like, really didn't abide by the contract and sold my column out to more papers when my son was newborn. So I had mommy mush brain and um, was forced into working in an early point. And I was able to work through it, but I still have a loyalty to the people who he signed me on to. And what I did was I built this business on nap time. I built this business on spending the time with my baby. And mostly everything I did was when he was sleeping or when he was, you know, playing a game. And I learned very quickly that I can get so much done in such a small amount of time when I set the intention for what I'm going to get done and the goal. And I tried to keep it to myself so much like that. And like the, I think I'm online now with, the, I guess my son's 18 and a half. So I'm online 18 and a half years. And I realized that when I stray from that set time is that when other things in your life fall apart. You just get burnt out. And I think that's just, that is really a fantastic tip. Yeah, it's been very helpful for me. And I love what you just shared because, you know, in working with women as you do, we hear all of these excuses as to why they can't do something. And so your story of, you know, doing this while your son was an infant yeah. is so inspirational. And I hope anyone listening that has, like, I don't have enough time, I've got family, if something is important enough, you will find the time, you will make the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. If there's something that is calling to you, it just is excuses. Maybe it'll take longer to reach the end goal, or maybe you'll become more productive in the time you have. But everything mm-hmm. is doable. And if it's money is your problem, then you'll find the way to find the money to do what you want to do. You know, mm-hmm. so it's just, if you want it enough, you will figure it out. Yeah. And there's one last thing I wanted to add to that list, and this is not something that you can do over the next seven days, but I think it's something that needs to be said. And I really think when you learn to do this, there's nothing that you can't be, do, or have. And this is something that I see lacking sometimes in the entrepreneurial space, and it's gaining the tools to learn how to emotionally manage yourself. Mm. Because... Mine's, I'm a big believer, and I'm, I'm curious to hear what your answer to this is, but I'm a big believer in that your mindset will depict your success in whatever you choose to do. Mm-hmm. And so many women are working against themselves, not because there's anything wrong with them, but just because they're still carrying around old beliefs, limiting beliefs that don't match where they want to go. And so, you know, it takes resilience and courage and and faith and tenacity to to reach any goal, whether it's in business or somewhere else. And so learning and gaining the tools and the skills to be able to manage yourself emotionally, I think is far more important than anything else, anything I- else. Uh, Absolutely. Because I mean, so many women just want to be the damsel in distress and they're freaked out and they don't know how to get it done. And, you know, it's like Sisyphus. You're not going to get up the hill with a big boulder that way. You know, you need to sort of go back and a few of the things we said before and and just create that space for yourself, create that white space. Maybe maybe it'll take 10 years to get to where you want to be, but create the space in your day where you can walk away and just 
subconsciously figure it out rather than sitting there banging your head against the wall at the desk or at the computer. Walk away, look at a store window, go get coffee, go to a museum, go to an art gallery, go for a hike, go for whatever, like, you know, what's your whistle that day. And in that, I think you learn how to get past that emotional state and into the the real state of your heart of what you want to do. And it will come to you just like you were walking away and one day French kiss lights you. I think the right things always come to you at the right time when you let them. So you have to let them come to you. Yeah, yeah. And get out in the world. Get out. Get out of your house. Yeah, and follow (laughs) your curiosities and see where they take you. I mean, my curiosities led me to sommelier school and back to France and to Monaco. Like, the girl from the trailer, you know, got invited to be a part of the Monaco Luxury Network. Like, how did that happen? And it's because even when I was afraid, even when I was feeling, like, discomfort, I still put myself out there and shared my desires and contributed, and one thing led to another. So... Notice, like, what you're curious about, and what if you gave yourself the permission to actually follow that curiosity? You may be surprised at at where it takes you. Hey, excuse me, let me jump in for a second. We're sharing a lot of amazing things today, but you know, there's more. Hop on over to FocusOnStyle.com and be sure to subscribe to become a Focus on Style insider so that you can start to live the life that others only dream about. Not only will you get instant access to the Star Power Flash Kit curated to help you and your business get out there, but as an insider, you'll also receive exclusive bonuses, amazing content, and access to special events that Sharon only shares by email. So, subscribe now at www.focusonstyle.com insiders. It's your time to be the best at being you. Thanks for letting me jump in. Back to the episode. Absolutely. And another thing, let me let me let me ask you this one. I what I find is working with a lot of entrepreneurial women or women who are um sort of in transition and changing their life and, and rebranding and always the reinventing themselves. I find a lot of the time that the reason they don't do something is because they're really hiding and they're hiding from themselves because what if they really reached that goal? What if they really did their bucket list item or their dream or whatever it is or whatever, you know, floats their boat that day? And I find that they're so afraid of that. I don't know. What's another word for goal for that, for reaching that apex that they're actually hiding and hiding and retreating and retreating from something that could just really just blossoms in them in so many different ways. So what is your advice to women who you see who are, you know, hiding from their true self and what they want to be? Well, I think, you know, my work is really getting to the cause of of why you're hiding. And for me, my experience has been women hide because, well, uh, several reasons, but it really comes down to if I become too much, people will leave me. I'm Mm. going to be alone. My family won't recognize me. And so there's this fear of loss around success. And so if there's, you know, dichotomy happening within you, it's really hard to create what it is that you want because you're constantly going to be 
pulled in two directions. And so really looking at why you're hiding, why you're afraid, and addressing that, now you're not being pulled. You, well, you're not being pulled back. You're being pulled towards what you want. But until you dig down deep and figure out the why behind whatever it is that you do, it's going to be really difficult to get momentum in your life because you're energetically going to be having opposing forces within you. That's that's so interesting. And I also hope that if any of you are listening that you really, you know, Pay heed, because it's true. And I, I mean, I to me, it's it's just so sad when you see someone who could really be, who could reach her fullest potential, who could really stand out and and not be in the in the doldrums and in the cave and hiding. And and you just want to give her that little push and say, what does it take to like to blossom? You know, you would be so much more confident and it's just like, it will all be so much easier. You'll be self-assured and know you can do it once you do it. You got to do it to know you can do it, you know, or at least believe in yourself, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think too, a lot of women hide because they're afraid of being judged. Yeah, which is interesting because I think there's a certain amount of an FU attitude that, that gets you to the next step. I'm going to do it no matter what because I believe in it. And I think, I know for myself, if I believe in it, you can't stop me. If I'm sort of, well, maybe I should, I got to go take that white space retreat time and see because then it's just, it's not worth it. You know, I think if you're excited about something and you believe in something and you spend the time researching it, that it's right and getting inspired by it, then it's probably right. You should just do it. And you feel so much better. Yeah. No matter what it is, if it's a pair of shoes or, you know, learning how to build your website and WordPress, whatever it is, you know, if, <laughs> if that's something that, you know, is, 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 is calling to you, then go get new shoes, redo your logo, whatever it is, but, you know, learn to just deal with it. Yeah. And one more thing, I have one more life-changing thing to share, if you don't mm -hmm. mind. I know we're coming up on the end. And Only I can't one. I, for I can't believe I forgot this one, but we as women are so programmed to focus on everything that we think is wrong mm -hmm. and what we're not doing right, on lack, like all of the things that you don't want to experience. One of the best ways that you could change your life over the next seven days is to shift that focus to celebration. So every day before you go to bed, celebrate what you did get accomplished. Celebrate what did go well, what is going right in your life, and begin to train your brain to focus more on the good of life because it's always there. If you're listening to this, it means you've probably got a, a, some kind of smartphone. Yeah. You're in a, you know, a, a, a country that affords you electricity. So there are things going right in your life. Begin to focus there and shift your energy. And as you do that, you're going to find that you are more inspired. You take more inspired action when you're feeling better. Mm -hmm. So celebrate something every single day. I, I think that's, you know, I was raised and my mother was the perpetual glasses half full. <laughs> she was kind of like the Virgo pessimist of life. And I think once I finally got to a point in my life to start seeing life more half, half, half full than half empty, you know, and, and taking into account the, 
Eh, I could be better if it was this, if I wasn't this, if I wasn't that. And then saying, well, I'm this and I'm that. It made everything else so much easier for me. It really, it was a huge mind shift. And it didn't come overnight. It came from like, okay, I'm going to change my focus on this. I'm going to change my focus on that. I'm going to change my intention on this. And eventually it's like a new leaf on life. Yeah. And it takes effort because yeah. those neural pathways are deep. So you have to literally restyle your mind for something else so and celebration i find is is a fun and actually easy way to do that how do you celebrate oh my gosh (laughs) it's more of a spirit and attitude in fact i was outside picking up dog poop earlier and i was just out there saying like this is the best thing ever yeah i got the dog dog. right i got a dog he's pooping like that's a good sign right and my (laughs) daughter was laughing at me she was like everything is amazing for you and i'm like yeah because why look at it any other way it is what it is right so you can complain about it or you can celebrate it and so it's more of a spirit thing, but, you know, I sip champagne several nights a week. I don't wait for a special occasion to have champagne. Um, and, yeah, I'm just typically not always, um, I'm not the Dalai Lama, but I see life as this amazing playground, and it really is about perspective. Yeah, and, you know, I'm not a champagne drinker, but I'm a red wine drinker. So I sip wine several times a week. I know you, I know you like your wine, too. But I, I, I think it, it's like so many women are like, oh, you know, they either drink for the wrong reasons or they're like, I can't have a good bottle of wine and I can't have this. It's like if you really want something like that to celebrate, well, you know, we've been doing this little like the you know the food that comes to you and you make it i don't want to name the brand but i, I don't, actually it's sun basket we've been doing sun baskets a lot we used to go out to eat a lot and now we so three nights a week we sun basket it at home and what we realize is you know why not you know you're having a, a little sun basket which is pretty inexpensive pull out the good bottle of wine why don't you <laughs> you don't feel so guilty and it all it's a matter of balance so you know pull out the you know, sixty, seventy, eighty dollar, a hundred dollar bottle of wine with a twelve dollar dinner, and then it's more balanced of a different celebration. Or just do the best you can in something that makes you feel better. And maybe just take a sip and you know stretch the bottle a little bit. You can with a good cork, so, <laughs> <laughs> or just drink it and have fun. But don't drink to get drunk, and don't save it for a special occasion. Just incorporate that in your life, and that's very French too. Yes. Yeah, a little French flair to our American lives, for sure. Yeah. I know, but for some reason, champagne and bubbles just do not agree with me anymore. I just two things I can't really drink well. Sangria, even if I say no sugar, and champagne. And it's just, I think there's a sugar balance that just gets me tipsy too fast, but I can sip a good wine. So. Well, we each have our flavor, whatever. Okay. That it could be hot tea, but, you know, really honoring your life it's it's really a ritual that honors life you know yeah, and it's, it's the the same thing. celebration it's the same thing about flowers you know just put things in your life they're not going to change your life but just don't save it for but you know i grew up with you know my mother saying you're going to wear that tonight you save that for a special occasion and i have so many clothes that i say used to say for special occasions but you know what if i feel like going out wearing it tonight tonight's a special occasion you know it's just yeah and i know for so many women who work from home you don't necessarily and i i'm guilty of it myself you may not want to wear that white 
suit that's dry clean only sitting at the computer all day. But you know what? Put on that jacket when you go out and walk the dog with jeans and a t-shirt and you you still make it a special occasion to learn how to sort of tweak what's in your life so that you're not always in a state of waiting and you're in a state of being. And I think that's so important. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you mentioned that because it's learning how to be more in our lives. So what I want to do is I want to wrap up a couple of your tips because I know we went long on them. So people do remember to take them away. And one is really tending to the details in your life and being able to connect with community, whether it's family, friends, or be your online community, whatever it is, something bigger than yourself. And setting up work hours and, and you know, doing what you can in the time you allot yourself. I think that's so important. And acting, if it's your own business, as if you had a boss. And then we have um, just really emotionally manage. I think that's important. And for women, that is so important. Like, you shouldn't really be just drawn by wild emotion, but just taking control of how you feel and why you feel it. And then the fifth one is celebrate. Yes. yes. Celebrate. If you do nothing else this week, celebrate. Celebrate you. Yeah. Yeah. And. And if you do nothing else this week, connect with Tanya Lee. So where can people find you? You're welcome. Yeah, well, actually, um, I would love to gift your community my insider's guide to the French way of life. There's some actually really great tips in there on how to add more ease into your ambition and how to live a more well-lived life. And so if you go to frenchkisslife.com forward slash Sharon dash insiders guide, you can download a free copy of that. And then I'm also all over the interwebs, Facebook, Instagram. I have a podcast, the French Kiss Life podcast. I'm everywhere. <laughs> and it's Tanya Lee, T-O-N-Y-A-L-E-I-G-H. And if you're listening on iTunes, that's great. Hop on over to FocusOnStyle.com. Um, what can we make this? Maybe we'll make this URL French Kiss Live. You gave me a URL, I'll give you a URL. If yeah. you come to FocusOnStyle.com forward slash French Kiss Live, we'll have not only the transcription, but links to all of Tanya's resources on there as well. And um, so don't forget to download on iTunes and hop over to Focus on Style. And if you're the kind of person who just likes to read, cool, you can read it there and, and Print it out and highlight what you want to do this week. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Tanya, for being here. It was just divine. And I, I just love you. And, yeah, and we should not, you know, let so much time pass. We should have a do what we said. We should be in contact more often. And everyone, come on over to French Kiss Life. All the links are below on the site. And I will talk to you all soon. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. That's a wrap. Well, not so fast. We covered a lot of amazing things today. But what's your biggest takeaway from this episode? Hop on over to www.focusonstyle.com to leave a comment and keep the conversation going. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to become a Focus on Style insider. Not only will you get instant access to the Star Power Flash Kit, curated to help you and your business get out there, 
But as an insider, you'll also receive exclusive bonuses, amazing content, and access to special events that Sharon only shares by email. Subscribe now at www.focusonstyle.com insiders. It's your time to be the best at being you. So don't forget to subscribe at www.focusonstyle.com insiders. See you on the next episode of the 7 Days to Amazing Podcast with Sharon Haver, where you learn how to make your life, business, and style even more amazing in the next week.